Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... I'm Matthew, and I'm playing Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. Oh, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, right? How do I do this? Uh, I'm Caitlin, and I'm playing Fable Frost, the Ice Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. I'm Megan, I'm playing Saride Landir, the Eldrin Glamour Bard. Howdy, y'all. This is Moz. I'll be playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout, part-time dinosaur whisperer. Wrong. And I'm Carlos. I'm playing Thousand Fahrenheit, the half-orc tiefling forge cleric. All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Disasters in Danger. It is our D&D 5e high fantasy campaign. Um, so before we get into the action tonight... Is there is there anything uh, people would like to announce or mention? Um, like the Junk Tour Show. How's, how are you guys back up for the new year? You started playing yet? What What's going on over there? Yeah, we, uh, we're actually back up tomorrow um, for the new year. It's cool. been interesting um, just because, uh, spoiler alert, one of our characters... Um, is a, is a god, which we knew, um, but he just didn't have his memory, and now he's trying to have worshippers and stuff. And then uh, we just recently found out another one of our characters is apparently another god, which is god number one's brother in disguise. So it's been a mess. So that's I'm, putting, kinda... I'm betting right now that all of you secretly are, and none of that's the end game. Dun, dun, all dun. of you are secretly gods. I'm predicting it. I died laughing because we're talking one's Thor, one's Loki. And then, so that's been interesting. Oh, no, I know. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm secretly Helm, you know, or Heimdall, you know, whichever one you want to believe. But anyways, so we'll see how that goes because we're also hitting one of our characters' giant arc. And we're literally about to start with a giant siege on a major city. So that's been fun to step away from for a month so we'll see how that goes uh but aside from that yeah check us out if you want on junk drawer show uh the junk drawer show at twitch um we usually play tuesday nights but we drop our episodes on youtube on thursdays if you want to check out random encounters on tuesdays check us out on thursdays give us a like subscribe all that jazz yeah all those fun things um so uh, speaking of of tuesdays tomorrow we are going so i did a little ooh, okay um, Matthew will be back. Uh, there he comes. So we we did a little um, preview recap of uh, ADZ Monstrosities before the show today. Go ahead and check that out on the VODs. But for the patrons, uh, we'll be back to doing our normal ADZ Monstrosities tomorrow, 6 p.m. Uh, on, on Tuesday. You can check it out over there on the Patreon. Uh, we'll be doing Death Tyrants and Spectres. Spectators, something like that. The other two beholder versions from the um, from the base uh, monster manual, and then uh, and then we'll we'll be moving into some things. So tomorrow will be a good episode of that, and I think Caitlin might do another creative stream, uh, maybe some I was more about writing. To say, if, yeah, if we're doing that on Tuesday, I can either do it right after, or we yeah. can uh, move that to Wednesday. So we're filling in every day this week. I don't mind doing yeah. a writing Wednesday. And then Thursday, Meg, what you got? Um, we're back with the archives. Myself and Eric, uh, we will be discussing whatever shenanigans we get into tonight. Uh, but in an in-depth, really um, uh, academic sort of sort of way. Where it, at no point do we derail and discuss uh, 
Roman era birth control for about never, five minutes. Never, not once. Why never. would that happen? I, I couldn't imagine that either of you would ever derail into anything. Who are the Romans? I'm just saying early humanity fucked a species into extinction because it was the most effective form of birth control. We only know it exists in records. That's it. That's all. Can we derail now? I missed this. What did we fuck? It was this plant. It was a 100% effective form of birth control um, that they used. We couldn't just, we couldn't figure out if it was Rome or Greece, and neither one of us was going to Google it. So, um, But we do know it was many moons ago. But the only reason we know it exists is because it shows up in some writings. But it, the, the plant doesn't exist anymore. As the plant that let us fuck without spreading seeds? Um, like, what? How do you write about that? Like, never mind. Well, don't answer me. I don't know. How do you figure it out? See, this is the, and there we go. Yeah, five how do you spiral. figure that out? How much sex do you have to be having to suddenly have people go, well, I've been having this much sex and I've never gotten pregnant. It's because I'm drinking that tea over there. Interesting. Shall Those we test it out? In college know exactly how much sex you've been having. So. Yeah. Welcome to Disasters and Danger. It's not even Friday night, but we're treating it like it is. Speaking about Friday, we play Diablo and have these types of conversations uh, the whole, whole what night. What did we do last Friday, Cody? We did easy, our first conquest. Yes, we did the boss mode. That was fucking incredible. Yeah, it was a four-player four team effort. We did the first, We did all the major bosses in 20 minutes. I think there's, what, 12, 16 of them? 19 minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah, 19 minutes, 15 seconds. So that was... I, a, still, don't, I still don't know how I slept after that. Yeah, it, it was. I, I wasn't I even playing it. I was high. I was like, what? <laughs> I couldn't feel my hands. My yeah. arms went numb. Like immediately after, it just sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I realized I I I was sweating for for that that whole twenty minutes. Like it was super anxious. Um, so so yeah. Um, it was it was awesome. Felt everybody pulled uh pulled their weight and pitched in. It was a great team effort. It's it's one of those. Uh, it definitely felt like the end of one of the sports movies, right? It's like everybody everybody learned and like did their 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 part. You know, like uh, Whisper Whisper went the right way to get to the Skeleton King, and. And that that felt like a, a a huge accomplishment in and of that itself. That was a win. Yeah, yeah that was a win. Regardless, does anyone else now desperately want to see a video gaming movie, but treated like a sports heartwarming yeah. film? Like, like we needed Rudy. that of that. Yeah, of that. Let's write it. Let's sh- stamp it, ship it. Let's do that script, and just and make it a web series. Everyone will cheer. I cheered. I yeah. cried. I wasn't yeah. even playing. I was so invested in you guys for that twenty minutes. Yeah. It was. I was a sports fan. <laughs> yeah, because because we shaved almost three minutes. It was like three. Yeah, three. Uh, three almost. I think. Yeah, like three or four minutes almost off of our first. Because it, it, yeah. it was twenty-two. It was twenty-two. Was twenty-two and a chunk of change. Yeah. So it was. It was nigh on three. It was three good. plus minutes. It was so good. yeah. It was down to the wire. It was, you know, that you you couldn't you couldn't write it any better than that. Um, so it was a great time. I don't know how we'll beat it this week. Uh, or we won't. We'll just grind we'll out some gems or yeah. some shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be a good time. So that's we Friday. Don't, we don't have to prove anything now, man. <laughs> exactly. We've done, done. it. This so now it. we just get to plateau and decline <laughs> for the rest of the season. <laughs> Oh, my 20s. Yes. Like, you go in knowing what you are and what's coming. Yeah. 
So uh, that, that, that's what's going on with Random Encounter this week. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you guys informed if you're uh, members and followers and all those sort of things. Um, Discord, blah, blah, blah. Yes, Caitlin. I just, I just want to real quick... This has nothing to do with pitching other things. This is a genuine disastrous question. I think I am choosing. I'd like to poll the group. Instead of bumping two different skills up to the next level, because I have two at odd numbers right now, I could bump up intelligence and wisdom, both. Alternatively, I could take magic initiate and just get so many fun spell options, which would possibly also allow me to have some kind of like healing touch or like versatile buff spell to also help our, our, our healing classes. What should I do? We've got enough healers between. I also don't have to take healing. I can take I can take warlock spells for fun. Like I can take eldritch blast. Like like we've got between Sarai, Thozen, um, Sarak, and Olrun. On any fair. given night, we're gonna have some healing. Good. I don't have to take healing, but just magic in general. Extra magic, or extra smart. Flip a coin. Roll a dice. Clock. They're all not yeah, helpful at all. Yeah, roll a, roll a die. Do yeah. a d4. Odds and evens. Or a d20. Or a d6. Yeah. Odds, you get the feet. Evens, you get the skills. Feet it is. There, there you go. go. Let the fates decide. Yeah. Let the feats decide. Sorry. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'll excuse myself for the rest of the night. That was horrible. All right. Well, let's dive into it, shall we? We're happy to be back. Yeah, we're happy to have you guys back. Everybody's glad to be back. Um, here we go. Our adventure takes place in the lands of Lickdrock. They are lands of myth and legend, lands with few gods that, uh, whose power is distant. However, these are lands of myth and legend, where fate may be rewritten in blood, if you have the right weapon. Our heroes are the Archivists. They are members of the Magnus Exploratorium and have set upon a great quest to an ancient uh, place known as the Forge, where these arms of the Fated are uh, rumored to have uh, come from. Along the way, they've been on a great many adventures. They've traveled uh, beneath Four Point Farms to Velxer's Teeth and to uh, Vlodensravikt and, and back and forth again. And now they are traveling north and have recently encountered um, one of the tribes of the Great Plains. Uh, and here they have spent the evening uh, following a T-Rex attack or ambush um, attack, you you guys realize. And, and I will let you guys know that um, the it seems that the the drums of this particular tribe are what was used to summon forth uh, the the great dinosaurs across the plains and and draw and attract their attention across the river and things like that. Um, bit off a little more than they could shoot. Luckily, our heroes were around in search of a the Oaken Blade family blade sword. That was a little repetitive. We'll, we'll work that out in a bit. I mean, it's the Oaken Blade, right? The Oaken it, Blade, It I has suppose. to be yeah. the Oaken Blade. Yeah. The Oaken Blade's Oaken Blade. Yeah. yeah, Oaken yeah. Blade's Oaken Blade. The Oaken Blade. Oaken Blade Blade. It's the Moon Moon of Swords. It's the, yeah, it's the Moon Moon of <laughs> Family Sword. You're welcome! We love you! <laughs> well. Meg, are you okay? 
it's a meta nosebleed she just had. Thank so. you. I was trying to figure that out. <laughs> Thank you for knowing her. I, I, I yeah. sad I missed that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, having having just uh, you guys have have risen the next morning. You've had your your wonderful centaur tribal centaur uh, dinner and. Uh, Merilith, I believe. Um, Meredith. Mer- Mer- what was her name? I'm pretty sure I wrote this down. Uh, the tribe leader we were speaking to was yes. Shelevan. Shelevan! That's right. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Shelevan is uh, going to. Yes, Meg, would you like to share? Meredith? Meredith? Something in there? Shelvin. Yes, Shelvin. Nothing. None of those sounds. <laughs> Sorry. He just heard. He, his head, for some reason, went white girl name? Just white girl name? And Shelvin feels like it should be a white girl name. A preppy fucking white girl name. Do, do you want to know why? Because when I made why? up the name, I looked off screen and I saw Michelle, and so it was M. Shelevin. Sure, sure. Fair. So, Fair. so, I, so I knew it was a white girl name. I didn't know which one it was, and I knew I fantasied it up. Uh, that's that is how I do. That is how I make up names. I just sort of look around. Shelevin, and I was like, yeah. with her sisters, um, Ashlyn and. And Kalish and Kalen. Yeah. Rude. Like Kalen with like K K E I G H L I E N. Kalen. <laughs> That's too many hug for one exactly. name. Exactly. If I have so. a kid, I'm calling him Bob. <laughs> why, why the first B? We'll just, why the last not, B? Just go with Bob. Not, not Bobathan? <laughs> <laughs> Baborius. Short, short for barbarian. Baborius. Uh, that, I will fantasy up any any mundane name you don't even know in a heartbeat. I'm coming to you next time I'm having brain blockage on naming characters. I'm just be like, babe, go. Like, yeah. Name me. It's it's also why I read signs with weird uh, emphasis on the wrong syllables. And I love it. Thank you for forever doing that because You're you've welcome. given me name ideas driving in the fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> I know Meg I know Meg has different feelings about it. She hates it. I we relish in the weird the convention floor mid conversation. I'd be trying to have a chat with my coworker and friend, and this motherfucker's just randomly reading signs like he can't read properly. I'm like, what the I'm not even a person to you, am I? I'm just walking ears. God. But you're pretty walking ears. So the archivist and Shelevin are uh, striding across the Great Plains off to find um, Radovan of the Ayungi of the Great Tribes. Ayunga. Ayungi? Ayungi. Of the Great Tribes. Is there anything in particular you guys would like to do, need to do, during this uh, travel time? This is sort of your opportunity to to gather up some business um, as you're as you're making the trek. She tells you it's going to be um, 
she's not sure ex the exact position of the tribes, but the wind guides the way. And um, it should be between three and five days. All right, uh, my first question is just making sure we did get our long rest. You did. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you feasted, you shared stories and songs, and and had a wonderful evening. Um, the diner meat was tasty, uh, seasoned, spicy. Uh, you can tell that they're it's gonna be they're gonna take some more time and days. Most of the tribe is actually staying to to finish uh, prepping, cleaning, harvesting the, uh, those those three T Rexes. It's gonna take them some time. There is a entourage uh, that is traveling with Shelvin, uh, which is um, about half a dozen warriors and two other uh, that seem to be like squires. You would you would figure like they're they're lesser combatants. They have smaller weapons. They they are um, in one way like the pack horses of of the group, but um, you know they they're also. Uh, like they're very much squires. They're warriors in training. Um, they're they're young boys. This is this is how they young boys in the um, Japanese wrestling training sense, not like young boys, little boys, right? Um, so the, they're around. So it's about the the eight of them plus Shelvin, um traveling with you guys. Other than a long rest, do you guys have any other business that is pressing before you arrive at the tribes of the Great Plains? In my downtime, I would mm -hmm. keep working on um, the earrings that I've been working on mm -hmm. for me and Saride. I think I've given her one. Which one? Do you remember which one I gave you? Was it Autumn? Autumn. So it was the Carnelian. Okay, um, but I would keep working on that, just tinkering around um, in between, like travel and downtime and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do we um, set how long it would take you to finish a set of earrings? Did I give you like a number of days or is it a day in earring? I don't think you did just because I'm not, I'm trying to better myself in tinker tools and uh, because I have, oh no, my jewelers tools. Yeah, I would say it's it's jewelry. It's jewel Um, Because I just became proficient in jewelers tools. So mm -hmm. we never really established. Okay, so so let's call it a day in earring, uh, like individual earring. Uh, and you can do it as you travel. So you, you've got about, mm, by the time you get to the tribes, another nine days that you can check that off that may wrap it up for you or not. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I think it does. Cool. cool, cool, cool. Caitlin. Fable is going to act, hang around Thosin actually a lot, A, to justify my absence from several games, um, B, to justify my current level up. Um, she, uh, her newest spell is a big fire, big fire spell, the second level Agazar's Scorcher or whatever. It big fire, but it takes a lot of control. So I, I, I imagine she's practicing focusing it because it's this big gout of flame. And the first couple of times she tries it, it just everything. So it's him fire help uh, help me focus it. So like I like to think she's helping. It, she's she's practicing the the fire magic stuff that they have done before to just that's what she's been doing on the trip. So that by the time she's ready to take this into combat, it's not overwhelming um, for her because it is big. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. Anything else? Yeah, Talroth. Uh, I know we had talked about it before with uh, Treasure teaching Talroth 
about playing cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, would I be able to get a few more days on that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, let's see. Going the. You can add at least four more days. I don't know if that completes a week for you, um, but they are measured in weeks, so you can add those to to your total. Yeah, I think D&D Beyond had erased my notes on it, so I'm trying to double-check how much time I had into it, because mm-hmm. it's showing me at 7 out of 10. I could have sworn I was at like 8 or 9 out of 10, but I'll just double-check, so I'll just add the one week to it. So I'll be at 8. Okay. I, 8 sounds about right. Um, if you want to call it 8 and a half, and we'll call these four days uh, a, an extra half, I'm good with that. All right, just one more week and change, and I got that skill done. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, the only other thing that I would be doing during this time, uh, especially given how close, considering that this is the closest Talroth has gotten to finding this sword, mm-hmm. he is it's like he's just nervous as hell, like just kind of twitchy, just always kind of looking at the centaurs, especially when they're training, just kind of watching how they move, what they're doing, how they train, just kind of taking notes on that just for later. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just constantly going back to his notes, seeing if there's anything he missed, like maybe some kind of rumor that he overlooked. So he is anxious, to put it mildly. Sure, absolutely. So... With no other business, you guys are traveling for three days, four days, and near the close of the fourth day, as the daylight is beginning to set earlier and earlier with every day, you guys are uh, into the month of Mask, I believe? This is usually where... It's my favorite. Yes. Yeah. You guys are... Hey, Matthew, what, what, what day are we on? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Matthew's we my calendar about, guy. We were just talking about this before, whenever it was just the three of us on here. I was like, what day is it? Last time I took notes, all of my notes read 13th of Mask. And then that's literally all that my notes were for last game. Mm-hmm. So it was the 13th um, of Mask, you did four days, uh, and then the dinosaurs happened, and you're you're going to do another four, so you're up to about the 21st, 22nd. Yes. Yeah, that, that's where you're at. You're my calendar so now, guy, my dude. So now my notes, my notes will read, um, Disasters 2.0-1-18-21, dash dash 21st of Mask. That's it. Predicting it right now. Yep, that's all it's going to be. That is all it's going to be. Towards the end of that fourth day, as the sun is setting across the west and the uh, light makes its way across the great grasses of the plains, there in that pinkish, uh, oranging hue of the late day sun, you see into the skies um, small tufts of smoke uh, plumes tight together it um, 
you're experienced enough. They are, they seem to be the tight smokestacks of controlled fires of either um, some sort of civilization, right? Chimneys or or uh, cooking flames, forge flames. Not not quite sure. It does not look like a, a great danger up ahead. And uh, so you know you're you're merely a few miles away, a couple of hours travel, and um, Shelvin will turn to you guys and um, kind of defer another half day, four hours or so. We could travel through the dark if you all are in a deep hurry, or we could arrive tomorrow by midday. Talroth, thoughts? As tempting as it is to try to get there as soon as possible, uh, I think uh, another night of sleep might do my nerves a bit of good. Understood. All right, then. We'll make camp here, and we'll need to get an early start in the morning before the tribes potentially move. She lets her warriors know, and they begin to set about uh, their camp. And you can tell there is a um, an eagerness or an excitement in and among the warriors. There is a, um, a palpable sort of energy to them. The, they build the fire a little bigger than they have in the days past. They... Um, the meat that they've traveled with has been well rationed um, and every night you've heard them sort of drum not on real drums but on on their weapons on their hides, on their leathers on uh, whatever bits and bobs and things that they have around them some will, will hum and chant the music has been perhaps not solemn but reserved. It's been songs of duty, songs of um, purpose. But tonight, uh, some of the wind instruments have have come out, uh, flutes and recorder-like things, fairly simple, um, pan flute-like designs, and, and um, they're matched with the deep bellowing bass of of this one particular warrior who is um James Earl Jones levels of of uh of grumble right um, do it you wonder i i i bang bang i don't have a great James Earl Jones so um but that is him Ooh. Ooh. When I go real deep, it doesn't even pick it up on the mic. Ooh, right? Like, eh, whatever. Um, and their, their fire is a little bigger. And maybe 20 minutes after the final light uh, dances across the grasses, you hear uh, sort of a, a horn blow uh, off in the distance. Um, 
and each of them sort of turn and look in that direction and um, raise up a voice to kind of match it or join it or, or call and respond. I'm not quite sure. You doubt that their voices carry nearly as far as um, what sounds like, like a great warning horn, sort of that low um, echoing boom. Last night, before you make it to the to the tribes, anything special? Yes, Tauroth. So, at least seeing the centaurs for the past few days, I've definitely gotten the impression that the drums, the rhythm, the music, it's important to their culture. Yeah, absolutely. So seeing how they've kind of changed their tune on this last night, I want to try to pull away a little bit, just kind of a little bit, not like hiding from everybody, but just a decent distance away and just kind of pay attention to that music. Mm -hmm. Take out the double-bladed sword Mm -hmm. and start going through some old, uh, basically, katas that I would train with before. Sure, absolutely. Just seeing if if I can match to the music. Just try to kind of get a feel for their rhythm, their beats with that double-bladed. Sure. Um, Make me a performance check. You can use dexterity in place of your charisma modifier. All right, that would be uh, 18 total. Yeah, so there there are some areas where it feels natural, where it feels like it fits. There, um, there are times where the, the time signature, for lack of a better word, uh, of the steps that you're doing, um, are, it feels like they're it's either too fast or too slow right doesn't quite match up um and it throws you off balance in places but there are other places where it is where it does match very well um where where it does feel sort of sort of natural um and there there are certain punctuated notes and and um the the closing of songs or transitioning that uh that fit oddly well um, you would not call it a perfect fit by any means. And there are definitely times where you feel like you're forcing it more than it being what is natural. But it's interesting. Hey, I'll probably do that for maybe 10, 15 minutes or so. Okay. Just getting a feel for it and then just... Yeah, when I come back, I'll just put the double-bladed down. Just mm-hmm. not like putting it away or hiding it, but just kind of sticking to the ground to lean it against the rock or something, just mm-hmm. making it making it seen. Sure. So that way the other centaurs, they know it's there. They know what my intention is. Sure, sure. Um, make an insight check if you like. That's a 16 total. Um, they look at it slightly perplexed. Uh, y- you, you get the feeling there's... It's like... Um, it's like seeing a friend, uh, but either like pictures of them when they were a kid or picture... Or like it, it's been 20 years... And you're like, mm, like I recognize you, but you don't look 
the same, right? Or or a celebrity after they've had just a little too much plastic surgery, where you're like, like the weekend with his fucking face CGI. Kind of sure, like it's it's like yeah, I know there's the weekend in there, but that doesn't look no. like the weekend I know, right? So so there there's a slight recognition, but there's definitely the dog head tilt of there's something off about it. So so yeah, there's that. Other than that, with no other business, the the night passes. Um, seemingly without incident. And before the first light of, of day, Shelvin is um, rising, and, and so are her uh, tribesmen. And they're, they're knocking on the different wagons and carts and, and getting you guys up early. You do still have a long rest. Um, you, you turned in early in preparation. But it is, uh, to say the least, a um, unholy hour that they have uh, that they have begun to to travel. Sarai is not okay with this. I can tell. <laughs> eh? You looked angry at it. No, there's a bug. Ah. Oh, okay, that it looked like you were swatting the centaurs away when they came to wake you up. Just <laughs> no bug. Got it. As you guys begin to take your... to travel, um, it's a cool morning. Coldest part of the night, the bit of frost has sort of settled into the deepest parts of the grasses. Not up top, but um, when you're... some of you are are moving about in the day, in the first bit of the morning, um, your feet do do get cold out in the grass um, as you're, you're getting dressed or trying to scrounge up some breakfast. You're, it sort of feels like you're being rushed to the airport. You know, you're, you're just a little late getting going. Um, and as you guys uh, ride, there is the dawn comes at your backs and, and brings a pleasant warmth that is slow to spread across your bodies and into the wagons. And it is a, a great morning. You travel for about four or five hours, and coming into view very clearly is a tent city, a um, wide variety of what look like um, mobile homes, tents of all sorts of, of styles, teepees and yurts, and um, and and wide variety of. Um, canvas houses, some of them larger, some of them smaller, um, each of them uh, having sort of a, a variety of hides. If you guys, um, you don't need to make a survival check, you can kind of recognize them. Some of them are dinosaur hides, some of them are are the leathers of like these massive T-Rexes and, and things like that. Others seem to be much more um, leathery. You do recognize some, some Aurochs. There are some some hides that are more stitched together of smaller animals like um, like goats and such. Um, there are some uh, different houses. You can tell that there's like some smoke houses uh, that are very specifically for smoking meat. And in, in the midday morning, um, you can smell 
the the fragrant um, richness of of this barbecue in a wide variety of of styles and, and tastes. Some sweet, some spicy. And as you guys are approaching, it is a a tense city. Um, it is vast. It, it, it is it is miles. And it is not dense. Um, each of the areas leaves enough road or room for four centaurs to, to travel across um, comfortably and, and enough room for people to be on, on the sides of them. There are a fair number of dogs and uh, birds that uh, seem domesticated and are uh, living among them. And as you guys make your approach, uh, you do see some soldiers uh, making their way out to greet you. Um, they are centaurs, but they are more heavily armored than uh, any of the ones that you, you have seen around or, or before. And uh, they're... The faces are covered with sort of these um, hoplite-like armors, each with, with massive sets of horns on them. The broad uh, plate mail of their chest descends into a barding that covers down almost the entirety of, of their hooves, sort of the, these light plates. They carry large spears and halberds um, that, are, uh, that are pretty indicative. Um, and as, as they approach, they speak um, Sylvan in an interesting accent, but it is, um, it, it's the the gruffest or perhaps most guttural version of, of Sylvan that, that you have heard. Um, adds a language that is usually very melodic into very harsh tones and, and sort of discordant um, notes. Um, for those of you that speak Sylvan, it is a short conversation. Um, as seeing the the approach of these centuries, Shelvin uh, steps forward and, um, and declares declares herself uh, who who she is, right? And um, they they gesture towards you and um, ask if she's taking responsibility for you, um, and she. Uh, she says that she has a debt but to repay. I'm a debt to repay. They seek the Ayongi. And they have done us a service. It is ours to deliver them there. And the soldiers sort of nod and give it a moment of consideration. Um, and then they, they step to the side and, and gesture uh, towards the center of town that uh, that you know the way. And so you get the feeling, any of you that speak Sylvan, that um, Shelvin's uh, responsibility to you and responsibility for you uh, ends pretty much once you get there. She, she's yep, she's delivered the package and she is she is done. As you guys are making your way into the camp, you can tell a few things. One, the the camps that are, um, you can see that some of the camps, some of the tents are being broken down um, as as you get past the midday. 
Um, it's very communal living, but you do see that there are a large variety of tribes here. They're not all one great tribe, but this is the great tribe's city. And make me... I will take history or investigation or I can... Let's go with those two. History or investigation, please. First roll of the night. A 16 history. Okay. 10 investigation. Mm -hmm. That's an 8 for me. Okay. That's a natural 1. Okay. That's a 21 history. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Fuck me, 2021! This is my first dice roll in my first game of the new year! Get you're, just, you're just sloughing off the energy from 2020. Get him out of the way now. You mean Gotta the 13th, get it out of here and now. The 13th months of 2020? Th- no, this is all you can do from here is go up. So give it a couple days and then the universe will rectify itself. Exactly. A couple of rolls, really. Just I'm going to take advantage of this brief moment then, and I'm not going to feel bad about telling you all that in my head I was singing, It's a Centaur Tent City! It's a Suffragette City. Centaur Tent City, because you said it, and it's the right number of syllables, so everybody please sing that. Okay. I broke Carlos. Yes! I'm never gonna unhear it. I know. (laughs) So. Oh. thought of it 10 minutes ago and i've been sitting on it i just saw the meme that people posted in the, oh. in the backstage <laughs> just read oh, it oh i missed it yeah for anybody that wants to know the trouble with centaurs is that cults run immediately after they're born and babies flop around unable to lift their heads up so you know it's I apologize for nothing. It's the only thing I can ever think of whenever centaurs are ever mentioned. But now you'll think of it with my song in mind. Great. <laughs> I'm dying. I will, content. <laughs> if you are if you are on the uh, the Discord, if you're a subscriber, you will get to see this fresh, fresh meme hot off the presses. Yeah, there we go. Um, I'm dying because I'm reading Percy Jackson right now, and I'm never going to see centaurs again in my head. Yeah. Yeah. So. so, I've missed this. Yeah. Um, the, the history checks did well. The investigation checks did not. Um, so you guys know that the tribes will um, also... Um, they'll move around, and the city itself is not actually stationary because when a a tribe picks up uh, from where they're at, uh, it's not like another tribe necessarily comes and fills in exactly there. Um, the next tribe may come in to the east or the west or, or the north or south or wherever it may be, and so this, this city slowly shifts as it goes places. And, um, and it's interesting. So, the, so they do move around a lot. These are um, migratory sort of tribal people. As you guys are making your way in, 
Um, you can see that the Yongi's tent is a much larger than normal, um, much larger than normal yurt, large circular uh, tent, and it's it's almost I would say to the size of like a like a circus tent. It it stands a little taller than the rest. There are some smoke. Uh, pouring up and out of it, um, the, however, the poles and the the uprights of it would have been hammered into the ground. These are the bones of great. Um, you suspect either dinosaurs or or dragons, some sort of lizard folk. Um, about them, there's a wide variety of of scales. Um, again, some, some most dinosaur, a few dragon. Um, some Bahir and, and other sort of um, planar creatures, right? You do notice there are at least a couple of uh, bullet shells um, that are used as like anchors to some of these um, grand uh, uprights, right? There is a large uh, sweeping entry to the eastern side um, and Shelovan leads you leads you in and the two squires step forward and um, I've, I've ridden ahead ever so slightly um, you guys are directed to park your wagons uh, off to the side a few hundred feet away N not far um, 150 maybe out of the way most important part and they lead you in inside this vast open tent you can see that there are a variety of we'll not call them rooms let's say areas that have sort of been sectioned off there's definitely a dining corner you can see um, high uh, sort of tables, like bar height tables, um, for for the centaur soldiers, for the centurions. Um, there are there's some like sleeping areas, lounging that very much remind. I, I would say are akin to um, kind of like Arabian plush rugs and pillows. Um, where the it is it is lavish and yet still designed to be comfortable and and portable so there is no like hard bed or, or anything like that um the center is is relatively open there is a fire for for sort of warmth and there are some um standing sconces or or like candle holders torch holders um spread throughout the area to to give light um, some of them are raw fire, some of them are uh, magic fire, uh, heatless fire, ever-burning, burning fire. And uh, there is on the the far side, probably the one piece that doesn't look terribly... Um, mobile. Until so you get a little closer, you realize that it's actually on wheels. Um, there is like a... a platform um for where you would assume 
the the leader to to sit. Um, as you guys come into the tent, the sentries that were standing outside um, stop the squires, and uh, one of them one of them goes in, and the hustle of the room sort of turns and, and notices you guys. They don't quite stop what they're doing just yet. And then there comes a large rapping. Uh, you wanted to do something before that? Uh, yeah, just because I know I usually have the hood up. This time I have the the hood down entirely. Okay. And just like pull my hair out from under the cloaks. So just kind of coming around. So not making myself hidden or trying to hide or anything, just... Okay. Good to know. But still just looking kind of trying to hide the nervousness on my face, just... Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Some deep breaths. Stride is taking the opportunity to look at Talroth for the first time ever and just really figure out what this man looks like. Yes, he has, he has been fair. forgotten... To the to the age of of memory, long past. Um, He's the elf the eyes forgot. Yes, yes, exactly. Been uh, hidden away too long from the eyes of, of the normal people. There's like one member in the party who has great perception and remembers everything, but I was like, yeah, he's just right. It's treasure. We don't see him. It's, it's treasure, it's tre- obviously. It's treasure. Yeah, it's, okay, it's obviously treasure. And the rest of us, are like, why did you grow a beard? Like, what? <laughs> And and Thosin was so thrown that he just bamfed out. <laughs> Thosin didn't believe it was true and decided he had to leave. This is this is what it is. Um, oh, the only other thing, just if there's a moment, just to in Sylvan thank Shelvin for bringing us here. Okay. Yeah. As as, as the raps begin to hit um, one of the tables, and it it sort of echoes. As though it were a uh, like a woodblock box intended to um, to to reverberate that sound, she uh, she nods and wishes you luck on on whatever whatever is about to happen, and she's she's gonna back her way out. Um, the last thing I would like to do: what are your passive perceptions? Twelve would have been higher if I had taken that instead of a feat, but eleven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Twelve. I didn't realize that for a cleric, I have horrible perception. Wow. Yeah. You have a. You have a plus two. Can I do something? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do something really quick? Yeah. Before absolutely. Whatever? Look, we're supposed to be percepting happens. Um, mm-hmm. She'll go and like straighten something on Talroth or pick lint off of him or, you know, try to make him not in like a demeaning, mothering way, but in like a she's still playing that she's second to him somehow. Okay. Um, yeah, so like straighten him and cast inspiration. Okay. Yeah. So, so Ever take, comes next. Take your D eight of inspiration. Yep. Awesome. The heavy hoof beats fall 
on the ramp that leads up that uh, that dais. And stepping out on to the stage is a centaur larger than the rest. Um, thick fur about his shoulders, um, tattooed across the chest and arms. His helmet similar to those of the um, of the sentries that had escorted you guys in. Um, and down his flank, a large scimitar, almost impossibly large, you would say. And the rest of him, the rest of the people in here are put together. They look, for lack of a better term, well-civilized. This man, however, the only word that could describe him is raw. In presence, in power, in presentation. As those hoof beats fall along the wood and carry him up onto the area, he turns and looks out across the room, lifting the heavy helmet off of his head. He tosses it to the side, caught by a ready uh, squire of his own. It's about this moment, um, having seen the blade, the ostensibly the Oaken Blade, that you all have come to, to acquire, um, it occurs to you, both Tauroth and Teride, that through the entirety of the camp, this is the only scimitar that, that you've seen. In fact, this is probably the only sword or sword-like weapon. Everything else may be a short sword, may, maybe, a, maybe a dagger. Um, but most of the weapons that you've seen here are spears or pole arms, hafted weapons of some kind. Uh, there are some knives and daggers, but this is the only sword that you remember seeing on the way in. Yes, Tauroth. I know I'd probably have to get a closer look to see if it's the one that I'm looking for, but mm -hmm. the size of it. At, at, just... at first glance, the blade looks identical, although slightly larger. Um, the other thing is the handle is seems to be adorned in far more primal um, leathers and furs and wrapped in a... I would say, less refined way. Um, so you have a reaction, I would say, somewhat like the one you witnessed in in the people that, that saw your double-bladed style. Um, it's familiar, but it is slightly different. Um, make me just a flat intelligence check real quick. 
That's a 12. 12. Um, you do know that some magic items can adjust their size uh, to fit their wielder. So that that may be what is happening. Here. I was about to say, can, can Fable make a story history check about if she remembers any of these weapons like like we saw the one that will change the attunement of the like when you attune it will change the class of the person who's attuned if she can know if any weapon can like their look can change based on who is hold like what class is holding them or something because like if this guy looks feral maybe it adapted not just in size but in look um go ahead make make me a history check just in case, I, yeah. To I was going to wonder something the same with those in yeah. weaponry. Um, would I be able to assist? Anyway? Sure, you can assist. Please, because I can't roll tonight. I this is. I'm going to roll again. Thank you. Thank you for assist. I'm bringing out the big boy. Thank you for the assist. Uh, that's a 19. <laughs> okay. On history. So magic items generally change size. Um, the Thosin, you would know the the hard portions of them are very difficult to change, right? You don't really change out like cross guards. Um, handles uh, would would also be a bit difficult, but a handle wrap, very easy, right? You just tie some more leather or fur around it. So that that's a very simple cosmetic change. Um, occasionally, weapons influence their, are influenced by their, uh, their owner or who they've attuned to, uh, Fable, but it that is a fairly rare instance. Um, you think this is more, um, it's been here for a hundred years. It's been in this tribe. And so they, they, it looks like they've, they've decorated it to fit their stylings. Right. Um, as you guys sort of gawk around, Radovid, um, calls out. It seems we have visitors that have come for purpose. Clear them way. Come. Come. Speak with the Ayongi of the tribes. I'll just take a calm my breath down step forward okay as you do Radovid Radovid whatever looks at you bold so you've come with purpose what is it purpose I come with and uh pardon my manner of speaking uh I come trying to understand a history a history from my family that might be intertwined with your tribe mm. Mm. family alright mm. what history do we have I'll raise my hand up and slowly reach behind, kind of turning so he can see that I am grabbing the sword, slowly. 
As you do that, oddly, none of them flinch. None of them, they seem perfectly calm. All right. So then I'll just carefully unhook it, bring it around, and just hold it level in front of him, but palm up. Just kind of balanced on the center. You guys hear some murmurs spread throughout the the hall. And Radovid will will thump uh, onto the onto the, the deck. And the they silence themselves very quickly. And he'll he kind of steps down off the dais and, and comes a few steps forward and looks at it. So <laughs> Family, yes, yes, family. I, I recognize your family. This blade here is just a, a replica. Cheap. It's not. It's cheap. This one was well crafted, and I'll just kind of glance back at those. And true. But this, this is not the real thing. No, it's not. The question that I have. And it's more of a an interest to know. Mm. And I'll just kind of glance down at the sword on his belt. If and that's the the true half of the blade this is supposed to be a copy of. Yes, yes. This is half. This is half. Yes. But you will not have it. Looks narrowly. Go ahead, you can speak. But as as you do, he's just sort of narrowing his eyes in in on you. Now, to my understanding, uh, some good hundred twenty some odd years ago, that blade was broken in half. I was just a kid at the time, so my memory of things aren't the most keen. Now, I've heard stories from my village. I've heard stories from the one who wielded the blade when it broke. Oh. What I want to know is, at least from your side of it, what happened? Mm. Hundred or so years. Yes. He, he looks over to the side and taking a few steps forward but not saying anything is an older um, man. Uh, he has a staff, kind of uses it like a walking stick. Um, but he, he's probably the oldest dude in this room. And, um, and he kind of looks at him. hundred or so years, you say. That is about the time... The first Ayongi Ru rose across the plains. They had carried war, war to the unmoving in the south. Victory, victory brought spoils. Spoils brought them respect, and respect unified the tribes. Yes, this 
was once a spoil of that time. And if the stories that I've been hearing are true, that one that you so proudly carry is known as Greater Gale. Yes, this is the Greater Gale. And that the other half of it, the, if I remember, the, remember right, a uh, lesser wind? Yes. I know of the lesser wind. I was the last person to hold it. No. I was the last person to win with it, I should say. Given it to my nephew. Some. Twenty years past. And then. Talroth is going to look visibly confused for a second. And then just clear the expression. Then there came someone very much like you. Talking of family and history and pride. Someone else that claimed the Yungi were but a thief. To be clear, I have not accused you of being a thief. I understand that all the shit that went down happened well before all of us were born. Well, technically I was already born, but that's semantical, whatever that word is. You live so, much longer than us of the tribes, it's true. It's true. The other came, said it was his birthright, his duty. I appreciate your manners. His were less. This other you speak of, and I'm trying to, he's, he's trying to force the words out right now. Mm -hmm. Fable's going to walk up near him just with a cool ice touch and just a little bit on his back as like a calming kind of sisterly was this man about uh, maybe a little taller than me uh, probably uh, well at least if I remember right he preferred long golden hair kept it all nice and pretty yes well hair was less pretty when I saw him more Worldly, perhaps. But yes, tall. About yay tall. Golden hair. Strong. Oh. Bit of magic on him. As he's describing, I'm just going to kind of reach up and pinch the bridge of my eyes and start muttering in Infernal. Thank you, Treasure. Cast the ass, I swear to God, if you screw this up. Yes. 
He came. He learned. You cannot claim greater gale without the lesser wind. So I've heard. I taught him that lesson vigorously. And so, in the night that followed, he killed my nephew, stole the blue. So he has less a win then. Twenty years. Braves of every tribe scattered across the wind in search of this. Thief. Well, that certainly puts a few, uh, <laughs> issues ahead of me that I need to probably resolve. My condolences for your nephew. It's his fault for falling asleep. I'm going to carefully just put the sword back since the it's like we won't really need to see it anymore. And just kind of stroke my chin a little bit, just thinking. Uh, excuse me, sir? Yes? If I may, um... Do you happen to be people who believe in vengeance and honor? And, and if so, might we be able to reclaim this half of the sword, not just for him, but also... Because you never should have been in that position. Mm. It may be your nephew's fault, but it's not yours. And you seem to be suffering for it. Just in the telling of the tale, that is. I'm not sure what suffering you see. I am the Ayongi. I am the Thunderer. I am what holds great tribes together. And I will remain such as long as the lesser wind is gone. You will not claim the greater gale without it. I've said that before. I've repeated myself once because you are... Guests. Who speaks so then? Okay. Um, Sarai, do you speak Selwyn as well? Yeah. The the two of you, when he says guests, he's been speaking common, but he does um, he does that thing that uh, that people sometimes do with Japanese words, where there's like a suffix or um, or something that adds on to it that modifies the the meaning. So when he says guests, 
he he puts the um, the Sylvan suffix um, that meaning like stupid at at the end of it. Um. I'm going to ignore the obvious insult. Still at this point, just biting my tongue, just. You have been more than gracious, and the statement has been heard loud and clear. Ayongi. There's only, well, two things that I would like to ask. The first, you said this was 20 years ago when the thief ran off. Have you heard anything of his whereabouts where I might try to find him for this insult against you and your tribe? The Ayungi starts to laugh, but you hear the shaking of a rattle on sticks and you look over to the elder that had um, has been had stepped forward um, to watch and you suspect correct if there were any um, factual inconsistencies, you suppose, the historian. Um, and the Yangi sort of ignores him till he shakes it harder at him. And then he sort of... Yes. <clears throat> he had gone south first. South to the wood. To the broken city. But the Braves have chased him far since then. When last we heard, he'd escaped into the mountain west. Sorry, just jotted that down first before I forget. Yeah, go for it. That's fair. I guess we're going hunting then. <laughs> to the mountains. All right, so as he explain, explains that, I would actually pull out a small notebook and just write that down. <sighs> the other request that I would like to make and I would actually try to word this very carefully mm-hmm. with your permission may I see the sword the greater gale he whips it off of his hip with a blinding speed and it is but inches from your face blade first and he'll sort of turn it he doesn't let go of it he doesn't offer you the handle but he gives you a very close look to inspect it Fable um, is not that stoic. She scampers backwards away from fucking Tella. No! Like, and behind Zoda. Yeah. I will try my best to not flinch at it. Just 
trying to maintain that. Make a um, make a wisdom saving throw. You have inspiration. You do. That would be a nineteen total. Nineteen is enough. Yeah, you, 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 at 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 most, sort of the eye closest to it, eh, eh, right? Just a little bit, but he is impressed with your um, courage, at the very least. Um, as you look at the blade, you become more convinced that this is is it. It does appear to be. The wraps on the handle are um, superficial. And the rest of it does appear to be what is correct. It does appear to be the blade um, that, when whole, was wielded by your family. I'll just take a minute to kind of look at the blade. Just lean a little bit. Making no effort to touch it. Yeah. Just nod. You have my gratitude. And I'll just bow a little bit and walk back to everyone else. Should you bring back the lesser wind? Show it to them at the gate. You'll be escorted in, hailed as a hero. And when I invariably kill you, because you have it, we'll mourn your death as a champion of Some clear-cut accomplishables. I will stop and just kind of turn back, like, talking over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then when I pry the greater gale out of your hands and rejoin the blades together, we will hold a feast in your honor. Make sure they serve milk. Oh. I'll just, I'll kind of just like smirk at that one, nod, um. and then just... Walk the, back to everyone else. Those of you that that um, who are my two people that had good history checks earlier? Um, yep. Yeah. It was me and Thosin. You and Thosin. You guys know that that the um, it's a they have a special sort of um, ferment, sweet fermented milk, like a sweet um, condensed fermented fermented milk. Yeah, but all I was thinking was the TV trope of, like, and the movie trope where when young kids drink it, it's wholesome, and then the moment an adult man drinks it, it is creepy, and he's a murderer. Like, that's that's I'm, a movie thing. Like, the I moment mean, you give it to someone in, over their teens, it's that person's going to kill a bunch of people and eat their spleens. Yeah. They don't, so they don't, they don't harvest grain or anything like that. They don't harvest honey. They, milk is, is a, um, a, they have a lot of livestock, and an, it is a, easy resource to to gather and so that that's what they ferment um so it's it's not yeah i get it i don't have to like it but i get it I'm, yeah i'm not you're well you're fine and it you know they get the they take the cream and the butter and and all of that sort of stuff out of it and and then what's left that very thin 
sort of skim milk style, so it's it's not very fatty. Um, but they use that to make, I guess, what would be like a Bailey's, right? Like an Irish cream. You know, uh, it, soup. Soup is better. Yeah, that's what, you know, you ask him to pass the salt, he gives you soup. Well done, Abed. But yeah, I mean, at least for me, I'll just calmly walk out of the tent. Anything else on your, as you guys are going? Okay. Um, as you guys are make your way out, you are, um... One of the sentries will sort of follow follow you out. Um, he, they tell you that you have the day. You can stay. Um, enjoy the food or share or trade. Um, but if you are not uh, of the tribes, tomorrow you should go. Um, until you bring back the lesser wind. Um, and you know what? I think right there, that's where we're going to take a break. And we're going to come back in about... Sorry, Talroth, did you have something? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask them if there's a like an area nearby that's like good for training. Um, let off some steam. Sure. Yeah, there, there's a training field. Y'all got any waterfalls? <laughs> I need to do a montage before I come back and kick this guy's ass. Bring <laughs> the eye of the Talroth. Yes. There is a, um, so yeah, there, there are training fields. Yeah, they'll direct you over to them. Um, awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's not, it's 9 o'clock. We're 9.02, 9.05, something like that. We're going to take a 10-minute break. We should be back about 9.15. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We're going to see you in just a few minutes. But until then... Uh, Stay tuned. Evening, everyone, and welcome back. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Matthew, and I'm playing Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. Caitlin, and I'm playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Megan, I'm playing Sorite Landir, the Illidrin Glamour Bard. Howdy, y'all. This is Moz playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout, who is now contemplating... A lot of his life's choices. And I'm Carlos playing Frozen Fahrenheit, the half-orc tiefling, Forge Cleric. I'm sorry, now is when you started questioning your life choices that it took this long? That this is when? It, it wasn't when you joined up with this weird motley crew. <laughs> or even when you were now. in the tunnels and we were all about dead and then came up in the library and the university was on fire. Like, there's so many places where you could have questioned everything. No? Right. <laughs> Alcohol is a wonderful thing. Well, it's because you're sober right now. You're sober <laughs> right now and you're like, oh, what is my life? <laughs> I, I I just remembered. Yeah, well, I did set part of that school on fire, didn't I? Hmm. Well, yes, you fucking did, sir. I, mean, I, I wonder if it's fixed by the time we get back. We'll see. Yeah, yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Don't have that. Let's not have that existential fallout right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we 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 just had a uh, Talroth just discovered that um, some of his a lot of his childhood seems to be a bit of a lie. Um, both the blades were were stolen, and his brother, who was sent out in search of them had 
um, has already been here and and seemingly stolen stolen back, I guess, uh, one of them and is is now on the run, as as the kids might see. So um, what we're gonna do now, we'll, we'll say that you guys, you if you have any other business that you want to participate in in the um, in the great city of the great tribes, the the centaur tent city, um, we can get to that. But while you're doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this screen, and we're going. I need to put you guys over there. Thank you. Um, so this is our map of. Right, I can't touch it over there. I have to touch it over here. Okay. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, we're tr I'm trying new technology. I'm trying to use technology in in technological ways. Right. Uh, I don't even know if the frame... Yeah, the frame's good enough. You can still kind of see us. We're okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so, the, this was Vlodin Sravik. You traveled about four days along the river, five days out here, taking you to the 22nd of Mask. Um, and right here is the, the current location of the tent city. Um, now, the mountains in the west are way over here. And you know up here is where the your caravan is eventually traveling. Um, you don't know where they are currently. Um, oh, and you're also actually just a couple of days from the Fortress of the Abyss. So, um, as you guys sort of think about um, where you would like to go. Um, you guys can talk about that out of character, in character, if you want. Um, well, as soon as Matthew comes back. Um, but I, uh, for, for the stream, I am going to take this down. And then, um, there we go. There, Matthew's back. Nice. And... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let me see. I can export this. I'm gonna send, send it over on the Discord. So. I believe we actually already have it. It should be, uh, it's pinned. You do, so, you do have a version of it. Um, if you want it with the exact place with where you guys currently yes. are, that, that's what I was, um. Very fair. Yes, please. I will, let me get that over to you guys. Did you guys have any business you wanted to do while in, um, export as image? It's having a struggle. Fable just like to go, if, if she's allowed to talk to that centaur historian with the rattle and just like, hear a story, trade a story, story swap. Like a oh. recipe swap, not like no food. Okay. That's all. Alright. Saran is on Tauroth like glue. Double check that, see if that Pets works. Here, oh, no, I mean you can it's for you too, but uh no, that's not gonna work. 
at least what Talroth would be doing, um, just making his way towards that little training area that was pointed out to him. Mm-hmm. Checking some of the shops on the way, maybe see if there's like some kind of trinket or something nice to pick up to remember the village or this um, city by. Absolutely, yeah. So there are a lot of handcrafts, um, mostly made from from animal byproducts. Um, a lot of sort of bone necklaces. You do see there are um, a lot of leathers, a um, lot of not a lot of like gemstone uh, sort of things, but they do have some worked metal. Um, some they do have some worked metal. Uh, yeah, and the training field is is not far. Uh, people. As you make your way out onto it, people will sort of come to, to kind of watch and observe. They don't always see um, two-legged people uh, out here practicing and things like that. Um, Clever Stitch, what are what are you up to? Um, I mean, <sighs> see, okay, so part of it is like. He's really interested in kind of the the nomadic scene yeah. of all of it, just because that is very, um, like, he is very used to that. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, interested in the ways that their, the way that their tribal um, life is different from kind of what he had experienced and kind of, like, taking note of the different tents and the different... All of that stuff. He just turned into outdoorsman at a at a camping expo. Like, what brand is your tent? Basically, <laughs> pretty much. Sure. It's like, oh, you guys, oh, you guys use like leathers and things for. Oh, interest. Oh, that. Yeah, how do you? How long do you, do you find that lasts? You like, better yeah. or worse than the... <laughs> Basically, and so like he's really interested in that and trying to keep like keep an eye on that, but also like really noting the fact that they are like you have a day to explore. And then you gotta get the fuck out. So he's not straying too far away from any of his friends. Just because, like, he doesn't want to be that outsider in a very clearly insular tribe. Um, So yeah, he's just, like, kind of keeping an eye on everything, seeing how everybody does shit, but, like, trying to stay close to everybody as well. Yeah, so so people keep an eye on you more out of curiosity than than you would say, you know, hostility for sure. Um, one of the things I will note is that you guys do see they do have some dinosaur wranglers, dinosaur pens. Um, no rexes; uh, those are too too uh, aggressive. They do have in some herd animals. Um, some some triceratopses and and similar sort of large herbivore uh, like like creatures um, that they have. Y- you realize that they're because they're so much bigger than than people, right? They the herd animals that they need to to follow that they need to um, kill and harvest and and honor and all of those sorts of things need to be bigger you know uh so so that's you you kind of piece together that's that's a large portion of of what they do um and sort of why they do it right um the the dinos are big they have a lot of leather they they provide a lot more material 
you know, um, even even Buffalo just it wouldn't go as far um, out here on on these plains. So that is that's sort of that um, to it. Is there anything you guys need to shop for, or do you, do you want to get to an in-character conversation about um, about where you would like to go, um, or or what? Well, one thing I would like to pick up. Well, mm -hmm. two things. One of them being just something simple like. A necklace or even like a bracer that has sure. the tribe like the symbol for the tribe on it okay something something obvious that it's this tribe yes so you well there there's so there is um there are multiple tribes there is a grand symbol for like the for the ayangi for the for the um the great tribe of thunder um and and that is um it is the um it is a horse sort of um i don't know it's called kneeing kneeing rearing up rearing up um but uh on on like a cloud right as sort of in silhouette and um but the horse is depicted with six legs instead of four um and that is yeah so that that is the the tribal symbol of of the Ayungi. Yep. Neat. Alright, so yeah, if I could get that on like an amulet or bracer or something. And yeah, either one, both. You can uh bracer is probably more likely. Uh, they don't quite have like amulets, but they do emblazon it on um, you know, like like you could get leather vests, you can get bracers, you can get um you can get it on uh on like pants. Um although they're more like chaps, I suppose, because they they sort of just like it doesn't fit the same way. But but they do still kind of strap up their, their legs, you know, to cover them in the winter, things like that. So yeah, you you do find one. Um, you can trade some. You know, there, it's going to be like a gold piece uh, for for something like that. That's that's not going to be a lot. All right, and the other thing would be uh, if I could find like a like a decent shield, something. Um, not like a big old heavy shield or anything, but something that I'd be able to kind of move around with. Okay. A smaller shield. Make me an investigation check. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Um so they do have something that is that is akin to a shield. Um a lot of their shields uh for the only people that really have like like true traditional shields seem to be those large walking century guards, right? The ones that are like heavily armored. But one of the things that they they do kind of have, and you've seen a, a very specific tribe of archers um, have it, is it's it's a it's like a sleeve that's extra thick, right? So it allows them to still use the the bow. Um, but 
to use it defensively, they couldn't. You couldn't wield a melee weapon in it in its hand with it, right? Um, so it, it's like an extra large, sort of wide, thick kind of bracer of um, of types. So yeah, it, it is a version of a shield. It would just behave exactly the same as one. Okay. And yeah, I'll just pick that up. Um, I think it's like uh, same cost. Same cost. Or, yeah. Okay. Same cost. I'm just gonna mark that off real fast. Mm -hmm. If there's anywhere to get, just like, <clears throat> I don't even know what what I want it for and to what I want it to be made into, but if sure. I can just like buy some dino leather. Because sure. that's cool, I guess. I don't because fucking know. Because obviously, yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, can I go like, shopping with you? I want Triceratops horns! Yeah, like, I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm going to use it for. I'm going to figure out some way to get that on something. Mm -hmm. I want a spine that I wear. It's just for show. It's a dinosaur <laughs> spine and tail that she just wears. She's going to start. Are we starting Are we starting a crafting box? Is that what this is? I don't know what I'm ever going to use this for. But I no, this. I'd like to buy an intact. I mean, yeah. yes, we are. We have downtime, and some of us aren't here every week, so I'm assuming my character's <laughs> just sitting in the back knitting with fire. Um, this is a blanket I made out of out of uh, dragon scales and spite. Um, yeah, you guys can go buy some dinosaur level leather. They do have a um, wide variety of it. Um, yeah. You you absolutely can. Uh, so, uh, types of dinosaurs. Uh, I believe that Allosaurus is as close to the uh, Velociraptor that we would know, right? So they have those. Um, they aren't. They don't keep those. Uh, Ankylos Ankylosaurus um, is. The, that has oh, a very heavy plate. It's the plate dude. Yeah, it's the it's the armadillo with the with the thump thump tail. And the I, giant, yeah. Yeah. I remember I Jurassic Park. Like, this is you, part of my job. You know these, yeah, man. Yeah. Yes. I, oh, have yeah. A new I know them like nobody. I have oh. a new really specific question. Okay. Do they have any live ones that come small? They and <laughs> and pet sized? They do not. That are gonna stay small? No. No dinosaur comes small, honey. Yes, so many Oh my god, the ones that ate that girl on the beach at the beginning of the second one, the small ones. I like to think that if they're an individual, they're fine. But a small one. Uh, teacup dino. No. Teacup raptor. Roll me a percentile. Okay. <laughs> well, she does that question. Um, what is the, uh, the, the, is it tanning? Is that the whole like leather working yeah. like kind of thing? Yep. Okay. Is that a thing like in D and D like leather working like tools. tanner tools? Yeah. Okay. Leather Le working. Leather working. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, um, I, I don't. I uh, I'd have to go into Xanathar's to double check if they separated leather working from tanning, but I don't. I don't believe they did. Okay. A one. No, a 96. I was just oh, raising my hand. <laughs> That's the highest percentile I've ever raised, read, rolled, except that one time I rolled 100 twice in a row. I'm going to be upset if this is... Okay. We'll see. Oh, my God. What did I do? I don't know. Roll animal handling for dinosaur. 
Give me a few moments. Tiny dino pet! Tiny dino pet! Oh my god, has anyone seen Camp Jurassic? Can it be, like, bumpy? So your example, you're like, yeah, there's tiny ones. Remember the one that ate the girl on the beach? That's where you fucking get it small. It was, it was the first one, my one. head one. I want there's that so one for a pet. Without, with impunity, my Listen, dude. There's, there's so many. That's just the one that I thought of immediately. Pocket dino. Small. This is fantasy. It can be small and nice. I was started watching Pokemon again today. As you can tell, it's on my mind that I want a small pocket monster. You I'm just saying. Read the, book. the books are so Pokemon books? Oh, no, I was talking about the dinosaurs. Oh, my God. Everything's fine until you get Blanche. <laughs> That's fair. I would have let that monkey die. <laughs> I, would, I would like to remind what? you what happens with... <laughs> with with animal pets in my games. <laughs> or you could just accept the fact that I'm like, it is trained to sit at the cart and wait with screamers, leave it the fuck alone, and we would all be happy. You do realize screamers might cook you. I will shish kebab screamers if he tries. We will kill you. We are contractually bound to save screamers. You are. That's really valid, actually. I would be tear- torn between my two selves. But, you know, Cody could be a, a merciful DM. I, I tell you what. You buy an egg. You don't know what's in it. You don't know what's going to happen to it. Adventure. But you buy an egg. I can buy an egg. Okay. There you go. I, I, this is Pokemon. Like, you just have to, like, yes. raise the egg. I am going to. I would, like, I would like to ask... The nice lady or gentle them who sells me the egg, mm-hmm. and um, and to if there's any temperature requirements, if it needs hot, if it needs cold, if it needs if it hot. needs. You gotta keep it hot. Done, and she just how hot? Don't cook it. Okay, I want to cook it. Just warmish hands, and she hooks it. Okay. And she's going to put it in the pouch on the side of her and just wear it now for a while. Okay. This is going to come back and bite me in the adorable ass later. This this will no, not end. No, it's going to bite all of us in the adorable ass. This will not well, end gonna... well. And and never j- mind, I won't buy it, okay? You, 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 you can no, have never it. Mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. No, it's fine. You got it. Because I'm not going to do something that's going to actively hurt the party later on. I'm not a selfish player. So no, no, never mind. I'm not. I just, I don't have stats for a tiny dinosaur. So you get it. You're running an entire show where you restructure creatures from the thing. I know. You can change it. I haven't gotten there yet. That's why you got an egg. I don't know what it's going to be. It's an egg. That's what you got. I'm I'm fine with it being an egg. I'm not fine with you saying that it's not going to end well. Because now I I just feel like I'm fucking over. I am less worried about it growing up to eat you guys as than I am of you like falling and crushing the egg. That's what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about it eating you guys. You already killed it. You guys killed a T-Rex in like two rounds. You're you're not dinosaurs are not a danger for you, right? And now We're, we will have one on our side next time. See, <laughs> see, and then we. Have a what? Have a dinosaur. You've wanted a dinosaur for years. 
as we played this gonna, game. You're gonna turn it against me. I'm not gonna turn it against you. You gotta raise it. You gotta keep it alive. I will get a Tamagotchi in okay. real life, and it will just will figure it out. Well, for now, you've got the dinosaur egg. Okay. All right. It's gonna cost you twenty-five gold pieces. Fucking done. For a mystery dinosaur egg. Done. Hmm. Okay. Any anything else? Uh oops, sorry. Um I for f- wanting to learn tanning in the future, wanna see how they treat the dinosaur like leathers and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so so you know a little bit about the tanning process. You've been around crafting your entire life. Um, you do have some nice conversations, very specifically about uh, the types of oils and chemicals that they use to cure and um, and tan the hide, because leather uh, needs to be treated, right, in order to make it uh, a little more water resistant, so it doesn't um, deteriorate and and become sort of threadbare and thin and and all of those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, you, you do have a, uh, a great bit of conversation with it. Make me a intelligence check, please. Straight intelligence? Yeah. 16. 16. Okay. So 16 is pretty good. Um, I am going to say that when you uh when you start learning um leather working tools you you'll get a week for you'll still have to spend the week to learn it but you won't have to pay the 25 gold pieces you'll get it for for free um because you you've had a you've had a master class crash course in um in leather working time for Right, is there anything specific you are doing as uh, Thosin is learning leather working, or are you just uh, hanging out over his shoulder, uh, looking at the at the dino leather? First of all, I can't see over his shoulder. I'm not that tall. Second of all, <clears throat> get a stool. She's with she's with Talroth. Oh, Talroth. Yes, speaking with Talroth. I thought Thosin for some reason. Yep, just you know, rubbing his ears and. Keeping them calm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, sir. Ooh, sir. So, yeah, the only other thing for me would be when we get to that training area. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, mostly I'm looking to see if there's like some kind of standing dummy or like some kind of archery target or something like to swing at. Yeah, there, there are, um, there are some makeshift there are definitely archery targets um a lot of them are are horseback riding or horseback archers right um so there there are those there are some wooden stands and like some um some leather bound uh wraps and stocks that that are um taking sort of cuts and piercings and things like that so yeah absolutely all right so i'll go to one of those and 
getting closer to it, just put my stuff down, actually take a minute and just take the like the chest piece of the armor off. Mm-hmm. So just bare chested, tie the hair back, only having the double blade in my hand, just kind of look back at Saride. You might want to give me a few feet of clearance. I have some issues to work out. She will roll her eyes at the shirtless edgelord in front of her, but she will you <laughs> steps away. There you go. That is important. Yeah, I'd pretty much just start off just basic katas, just simple swings into it, kind of testing it out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe like a minute into it, just start kind of talk just as I'm still going, just kind of talking back to Saride. Uh, would we know if the centaurs know if the centaurs around us know common or elvish? Um make a make a perception check. You can use your passive as a as a floor. So eighteen. Eighteen. So you you know most of these centaurs speak Sylvan and and uh, their dialect of Sylvan and Elvish. Um Common is, um, you figure about maybe half of them be common. Um, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. If I cast Comprehend Languages, can Mm -hmm. I understand Thieves Camp? Um, so, yeah, I mean, so Thieves Camp can be spoken in any language. Um, and it's not, um, it's not that the words they're saying are incomprehensible. It it's is, code, not language. You've yeah. answered this before. We've had this, we've run into, I tried to do that as well right, before. No, it's, I, yeah. Because it's not a language language. It's, it's like understanding symbols carved on a trail that you don't know where they are. It's Cockney rhyme slang. So True, I, yeah. I hear him say apples and pears. I don't know it means stairs. Yes. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, I'll just start speaking in common term. And, yeah, just, like, mid-swing. How the fuck am I still two steps behind this son of a bitch? Well, he just... He went out first. That's all. That's all that it means. And... Look at it this way. He actually did part of the work for you. All we got to do is find him. How hard do you think he's going to be to deal with? Well, there's a reason that some bitch was called the golden child of the village. I mean, fucking perfect at everything. It's like, oh, it's time to start learning arcane magic. And he gets it on day one and took me a week just to figure out what the hell the rune meant. I can guarantee you, he's not as good as at hiding as you are. Well, if he's been hiding for 20-some-odd years from these centaurs in their own lands, he must have gotten a little better somehow. Hell, even Where did growing... they say he went? went south? Yeah, I tilted south and just kicked off to the west somewhere. But, hell, hiding ain't his style. He loves being the center of attention. Like, 
Hell, I got shat on by him when I was trying to hide and sneak around, saying, Oh, your roguish talents are not going to be necessary in life. It's like, Ugh. And I'll just start swinging harder into the post. Well, you know that he's wrong. You're remarkably useful for a tool. And if he hasn't been found, maybe it's... Because I know what's southwest. It's the it's the, the Elven Tower, right? I mean, you guys, you, you do know the map. So south is, uh, yeah, um, Tears of Shayla Ren. Um, far to the south is, is Bakleth, um, Ruins Bakleth. But to the west is um, is the Grand Mountain Range. It, it's it's what divides half this continent, or most of this continent, three quarters of this continent. Yeah. Does does that so like because this is a, a square that mountain range continues? Map, it continues. Yes. Up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was two different mountain ranges, the one in the bottom left and the one in the top left. No. Okay. Yeah, that is that is all one um that is all one mountain range. Actually, what you're so sorry, mine's reloading. So yeah, the those mesas and uh those hills are sort of the um the foothills and outcroppings, offshoots of those of that mountain range so yeah it's all one sort of big um that's the warden's tower uh yeah from the warden's tower directly south there are those other mesas and and things so those towers you guys would know sort of the chunk of map that's not there um there are actually sort of these these um, guard towers set up along that mountainous border. I'm just making sure I was looking at the right thing, so. Yes, yeah. If if he's not around, maybe it's not by choice. (laughs) As long as I've known him, he never did anything that wasn't his choice. He always had to try to be the one on top, be the star, be the center of attention. What are you going to do when we find him? Well, considering he never listened to me once before, might have to force him to listen this time, and... Uh, I'll just spin the blade around fast and just slam it in and just dig the blade into the post and just leave it there for a second. And I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I ain't seen that some bitch in, say, what, 40, 50 years or however long it was. I don't, I don't even know. Do you, do you love him? <laughs> love is a strong word. I know. Look, I acknowledge he's family. I mean, you can't really change the blood there. But yeah, at this yeah, at this point, Tauroth just you can see he's trying to say like he'll start and then just stop like 
the thought just isn't coming out. I've had to clean up his messes so many times that I felt more like a babysitter for my own dad because Cass the ass was off training and being the golden child and I was the one left behind. So I, I don't even know if he rem I don't even know if he remembers my name at this point. You don't have to decide now what we're going to do. And I know that we're not going to run into him for a little bit of time, hopefully. But um, whatever you decide, you please know that we're all behind you on this one. Whatever you decide to do. Just take a breath and just kind of pull the blade back out of the post. Just kind of spin it around for a second. I know the one thing that I'd want to do is kind of prove to him that I ain't no second place to him. But if it does come down to it, and I'm just going to full force swing and just try to cut the post down in one shot. Just if it if it doesn't cut down, I'll just rewind and just swing again until it gets cut down. Okay, make me um, roll damage without sneak attack on uh, just with your with your scimitar. You can't sneak attack the post, oh man! I'm not close enough. That's valid. Uh, that would be ten. Okay. One second. The thing they never tell you about DMing is how often you look up stats for inanimate objects. Right. Yeah. All the time, right? A um. So the 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 first cut sort of. Uh, gets about halfway through, and you you spin the blade back around, and and the second one finishes finishes cleaving the the test dummy in in twain. Yeah, pretty much the part that falls just stake the blade into it. And if uh, cast aside that. His younger brother ain't worth his time. Well, I guess I'll be the only the eldest child. You know, while you're going around trying to prove that you're better than he is, you could actually go and just be better than he is. I get what you're saying. So it it ain't lost on me. It's just there's a bit of a bit of pride there, especially with him. That uh, no, really, you. If you think you have I'm, any left, I thought treasured won it all off of you. No, I've been getting some of that back. Don't you worry, none. 
But if you think that I have issues with pride, <laughs> try having a chat with Cass. Let me know how that goes. I would love to, actually. I have quite a few questions for him, mainly about your formative years, but if we need to get this blade off of him, maybe chatting's going to be the way to do it so that we don't go immediately to fratricide, you know. Fratra what? Maybe we don't kill your brother right off the bat. Maybe. I know. It was a it was a soft soft pitch. I, I was trying. Yeah, we'll call that plan B. Do you feel any better? <sighs> a little bit. I mean, it just, it just, it's going to make things uh, that much trickier now, especially since uh, his good old social graces decided to insult the damn tribe. So, yeah. Any really? Um, what, what is your follow-up plan here? We're going to get the little Gale, and then you're going to come back here and, I don't know, stab the giant horse to death and take your other sword back. You want to start talking social graces here? Not to mention that lovely little threat that you left him with as a goodbye. As far as badass moments go, uh, choice. I couldn't have written a script better myself. But for fuck's sake, Tauroth. Well, excuse me for, you know, having to clean up another mess. Because my first thought was, I just want to confirm this is the sword. But no, Kaz had to show up and cause all sorts of drama. And now, I don't even know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I was I pissed. I was confused. And you know what? That big old son bitch, he challenged me. He said, oh, your sword is weak. It's like, that's a damn insult to Thosin, who is a fine craftsman. So, yeah, okay. I got a bit heated. But... <sighs> Thank you I, for standing up for Thosin's honor. So few people do it. Eh, it weren't nothing. Big old beef daddy. I saved my ass a couple times, so I own one. I'm, ju I'm just fucking confused. It's like... Hell, even the whole thing about that lesser wind? Because... Now I got us. Now when I get hit, God, I'll go... Ow! Bit my tongue. Shit! So at least now when I go home and uh, have a chat with dear old one-arm... I need to ask him if the if the sword he has there is the real one or if it's a fake. Cause, uh, yeah. Do you think your father even knows? <sighs> Not a clue. Not a clue. Tower off. You spend so much time in the shadows. I'm worried that you're spending too much of it in your dad and your brothers, too. Yeah, I've been trying to pull my way out of there, but <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot just kind of stuck up in here that I'm still working on. You have people that care about you. And me.
it is it is definitely appreciated and believe me it don't go it don't go unnoticed but yeah there, there's some I'll probably explain all this to everyone else later but there's some shit that at least growing up well <laughs> being a babysitter for your own dad ain't the easiest thing to do it it's like it's uh, not the most uh, thrilling of childhoods. I can imagine. I would also suggest we save that conversation for when we're in uh, slightly less threatening environs. Just in I'll case. I'll just kind of look around at all the other centaurs. Some of them have noticed you. Some of them are purposefully ignoring you um but you get the feeling that they're like probably the guy who runs this field like and whatever squires have to come over and like have to remake this dummy or replace it you know what i mean they're like you know there's a couple that see it as a challenge but most people are most of them are ignoring you well Depending how things go, uh, if what uh, the Ayongi said is all on the up and up, then uh, no, maybe at some point this will be my tribe. That's a terrifying thought. Let's let's just not. I don't know. Nope. <sighs> yeah, I do feel a little better though. Just. I just had to blow some steam off and just, uh, <sighs> I need a drink. Want to get a drink? Let's, let's go, let's go get drinks. Let's go get everybody to get drinks. Except for yeah, Oleron's sure. damn sword. Don't, I don't, I don't want to fucking talk about, she starts slipping into Elvin and Sylvan and just fucking taps a goddamn lutely not stupid piece of, no shit. Yeah, so I'll just get my gear and just start heading back. Does that mean we have to drink fermented milk? Oh. They're going to be like white Russians. We'll just put a ton of alcohol in them. It's going to be great. That's love milk. They don't drink milk. They're lactose intolerant. Don't give your cats milk. (laughs) Give them wine instead. Only if they're tabaxi. Okay. Well, you guys gather back up. Um, you you drink as much or as little of the fermented milk, I suppose, as you're interested in. Um, Does they have anything else? Rubbing alcohol? Uh, ever clear? Like I, I, mean, I, would, they, I would honestly rather use shots of like turpentine at this point. They may have traded for um, for some like wine and things like that. But it it would be probably it'd be very expensive. It would be you know. Twice I would its... I would rather drink white wine than whatever this is. Okay. Yeah. You it's you know twice the cost. If for you a know if you know Megan, that's fighting's words right there. Them's yeah. them's that's a real big deal. Yeah. We don't drink thinking wine in this house. Frozen looks over at Sarah and it's like, are you are, are you going to finish that one? And then just take the milk from her and just start chugging it. Oh, I'm drinking. I find you. I am I find you significantly less attractive now, sir. I'm so sorry. I mean, 
Clever Stitch is also probably drinking it. Matthew hates it. Sure. Matthew hates the idea sure. of it. Fable has fermented milk. Fable has asked if they have any um, cocoa powder or peppermint. She'd like to try to ma- remake a circus drink from home. Like, she's fine with the fermented milk. She's just like, there's flavors missing. Um, Furman, we have it at the mm. nights at the... Do you like, Probably more like a like spearmint. Mint. They, they do That's fine, some... I'll take it. And she yeah. like And she, like, mixes in with, like... And she, like, heats it up with the bottom of her hand. She just, like, lets it bubble and makes this, like, fermented milk tea with the mint. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, and it's fine. She's totally fine. She'll probably have some like cinnamon as well. On board. She'll mix stuff in. She's she's making a weird concoction and it's like snow on top of the hot drink, mm-hmm. like from <laughs> Fantasy Starbucks. And she just snow I mean, on She just it's it's like Kahlua in milk. Like that's yeah, absolutely. She's ready. I'm imagining like the fermented milk has like little textures i'm like mm, bobas no no it's 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 like a bailey's i'm just imagine i was it's, gonna say i'm just imagining yeah. goat's milk which is delicious it's it's bailey's or or if you've ever mixed kalua with milk it doesn't there's nothing it doesn't fer- ferment those those fat bits aren't aren't in there yeah got it megan you okay no I mean, it's a, you know, <laughs> anyway, there are plenty of drinks that have milk in them, so. Yes. Um, I know, and I actually really like milk, but this, this sounds god-awful. Yeah. You, you added the word fermented and everyone freaked the fuck out. Pretty much. Um, <clears throat> so then eventually, not to, like, take away from everybody's drinking, the clever stitch will start to steer the direction in. What do we do after this? <laughs> so, so where are we going? Where's the after party? What's everybody up to <laughs> after much. we're done with the milk? Exactly. So, does anybody have like an after party planned? Are we like, are we gonna keep keep the party going? Come on! We're two drinks in, Stitch. What the hell? <laughs> and Fable's fine. She's like six drinks in, and is like, "That's not the fuck that's is wrong." Actually, Did you, do you lose it. constitution with every time you die? Like my, my tongue is just going. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> he's food. Um, oh, but in, in all honesty, and yeah, so, where, where are we going? It sounds to me like we're going sword hunting, um, but yes, that's entirely your decision, Talroth. Well, we also got to start heading up to the forge, because I know we already have a agreement to head up there, and I know those have been itching to get up there, too. And you're thinking if your brother's been hiding for 20 years, hiding for a few more weeks won't kill us? <sighs> yeah. Because if he's done this good job already, then, uh, I mean, I'm going to find him. It's like, I owe him at least three kicks of the balls at this point, just on principle. But I know we've already kind of detoured a few times from the uh, agreement we already have with the caravan. And I think we got to catch up to them at some point. But if the mountains are... 
mean, if the mountains that cast ran off to another forge, then, all right, maybe you killed two birds with one stone. But th those are the okay. Those not pass he's out for a out. moment, but he's but he's drowning <laughs> out. He's drowning out. He's Brown gonna out. he's gonna snap back around in just a moment. There he is. Yep, he's ah uh, he snapped too. All right. Oh wait a second. I just thought of something. Shit. I don't know if I have anything that casts on me. Ain't, ain't, were, you, ain't, were you gonna try to, to scry on him? Well, I can't scry on him, but if there's somebody who can, uh... Did any of us take that spell? What level is it? It's a third... It's a third. We, so we all, a lot of us have the potential to have it. I don't think any of us have it. I don't think I have it either. At all. As a... As a cleric? Type of cleric. Well, maybe yeah, that's the specific type. Thing. Uh, clerics do have scrying, I think. It's not on my, like, to learn list for some reason. Maybe it's because you're it's the wrong because domain. It's a fifth level spell. That's why. Uh, well, that'll do it. That would do it. There you go. I was thinking of sending. As yeah, much really that's, that's what I went Yeah, but send just sends a message to him. So we're, at, I mean, at that point, we'd be warning him that we're coming. We're coming, motherfucker. I mean, so if we're going, remind me again, because Matthew, my player, does not remember which section of the mountains is the forge pass. Is it passed towards the north, more of the central, some of the south? It, it would be passed in the north. Uh, so between those two towers on the ah. other side of the mountain range. I mean, we have to go to the mountains anyway, and perhaps we just conveniently follow a roundabout way to go through them, and we look for your brother on the way? Yeah, I mean, if, if we find him, we find him. A question that might sound stupid and might be just me having been raised around stories too much of my life. Is there any chance your brother went to the forge to try to rebuild the other half rather than coming the fuck back here? Is there a chance that we may actually just run into both of them in the same fucking place? Because if I had half a magical sword and I wanted to figure out how to make it work properly, that's exactly where I'd goddamn go. It might explain why he's been stuck there for so long is if he couldn't get back out. If he's stuck there, then that, that'll definitely make it a lot easier. Cody made a face like either he was disappointed in me or upset that I figured it out. What no, I, I don't was, know what happened. Or then I it just a, went, disappeared. I made a face that, that Clever Stitch browned out. Got it. Okay, I, I thought I fucked up. I was like, This fermented milk is strong. So strong. <laughs> it's messing us up in the real world. Um... <laughs> Take him with the thinking one. Yeah. Um, she's going to say in orc to, to Thosin, how much you want to bet that the brother's dead? I don't... I don't think he is. You think so? All right. I got I got five gold says he is. Okay, you're on. I got five gold says he's not. And I shake on it with my tail. Yeah, you. Shake. Sure. Um, 
I said to the group, uh, yeah, I just bound him on the table. That's, that's how we do it. What's up? Always. Um, well, I might not be able to scry specifically, but I may, I won't be able to do it today, but I can cast divination tomorrow. Uh, I would have to prepare it. Um, I could reach out to Bronos and see if uh, we can ask one question, but it has to be specific to a goal or a event or something that we are looking for in the next seven days. So if it's like, if you think that we would potentially run into him, we can try it. Just know that Branos is not always the most direct when it comes to this. Like, he could be very cryptic. Uh, Thousand, um, I, I, it's a good idea. I will let you know. Uh, any of the mountains are more than seven days away from where you're at. So you would Got need, it. you would need to be closer um, to for that to even start to be able to factor. So because you're you're like two weeks from the edge of the mountains. Got it. Uh, but we would not be able to do this at least until we're halfway there. Well, that that's probably a good idea. I mean, at least it's something. I'll figure if we start traveling again, I'll start just kind of putting some of the feelers out and I don't know. Hell, say, just looking at all the random leads, got me at least this far. Maybe I'll be able to find that asshole sometime. I mean, weirder things have happened. Yeah, including the fact that you waited to tell now to start questioning your life choices. Again, this is, we've got a weird bar. For strangeness with this. Well, school's burning down and weird people that we killed now coming back and all that shit. I mean... That was... You were unfazed by that. How? Well, because it was something new. I don't know what to expect. That's fair. And this is just old, same old shit. Got it. All right, now I understand. (laughs) she... So, uh, off to the forge, or we going somewhere else first? Over the mountains and through the woods, it's off to the forge we go. I mean, so if I'm, okay, so we're going to the forge regardless, but if I'm thinking, where do I stop in, is your brother a, um, a nature man? Is he a naturalist? Does he like to be near people? Does he like to be in cities? What's the deal? What's his character background? Does he prefer, like, was he a noble? Where's his advantageous position? Well, uh, last that I remember at least, uh, peeking in on some of his training and hearing some of his gloating. Oh, he loved to gloat, that son of a bitch. Uh, I think I think the village elders called him something, uh, there was some kind of specific word for it, um, a, a blade singer, something like that. All right, um. I mean, he, he's, he, he was all arcane, so he was all about that fancy wizard magic. But with right. blades. Do we think Warden's Tower on the way? Let's just hit up something that isn't quite... Living in the mountains by yourself 
and scrounging to survive every single day, if that doesn't sound like him. If he's not going to be at the forge or dead somewhere on the way, it sounds like that would be a good place to start. Tauroth, make a... Make an insight check, and I'll give you advantage. That is a 24. Okay. You you may not know where he is now. Um, looking at the map, you know that he did travel south. If he made that long of a trek to the west, to a wilderness area, he probably went through... Um, one of the tiers of Shailoren to hire a guide of some kind um, to travel into the mountains. He, he 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 did not care for wilderness as far you know his magic took care of everything. He probably tiny hutted every every day on the way there, but he is not a survivalist, right? And the Tears of Shayla Ren, you guys know, has a large uh, area of menageries and um, holds together a, a wide variety of, of wild animals. They would have both, um, they would have arcane um, resources and uh, naturalists. But he is not there now. So if you want, it, it is a detour at best to pick up a clue. So it is. It is not necessarily something that um, that is a guaranteed success. You know, um, Warden's Tower does make sense. He would probably check in at whatever the nearest tower he went to was, um, because it's the last bit of civilization um, before you you hit the other side. Yeah. Even think about all that. It's like Warden's Tower would be on the way to the forge, correct? More or less, yeah. So we'd probably have... Actually, would it make sense for the caravan to stop by there on the way to the forge as one of those last stops? It probably would have stopped at the far northern tower of the Warden's Tower. Those are all Warden's Towers. Anytime you see one of those, I just didn't want to write it three times, four times. Those towers uh, are all part of the same organization. They are all part of um, basically like rangers that that watch the West. Um, so they they can uh, communicate with each other magically. So, and I'd say the Warden's Tower is probably our best bet. All right, keeps us on track with what we were hired to do. And, hell, maybe we'll get lucky. And obviously, eyes out, ears out for all signs of uh, um, blade singers. Yep. And I will describe what Cast looks like, at least how I will remember him. Mm-hmm. So, at least how, say, last Tower would have seen him, he would have been wearing like a light armor, but a very nice light armor it's like it would have been well taken care of very clean his robes underneath um like a very very well crafted rapier that you just kind of hung on his belt also his hair just like i mentioned before golden kind of slicked back if any of that's changed over the years all 
All right. Good to know. So you guys settle on a destination, right? I'm sorry, was, was there something you wanted to say, Caitlin? No. Okay. Um, you gather up your supplies the next day. Any last minute purchases or anything you guys would like to would like to do? Uh, Fable would like to take a jug of the milk. Okay. Sure. <laughs> She'd like to get and the and the fillings that she made her fancy drink with. Sure. It tasted like home, and she was very excited about it. Yeah. Um, and also, no, that's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can purchase one. Um, look at the Pilar's handbook. Um, I think like a barrel of ale, same price. So, so yeah, you you can do that. Um, I think there's also like price for a seasoning, seasonings or spices or something like that. So yeah, you you can you can absolutely um, gather that up and and piece that together. Um, everybody, do me a favor. Like you guys to roll me percentiles, please. I blew my ninety-six on dinosaur eggs. So fucking close. Sixty-eight. God. Eighty-four. Still, pretty high tonight. Mm. My normal rolls have all been below five. But the the percentiles are my friends this year, apparently. Percentiles are what you get. 82. 18. 5. Listen, that just means that we got the gambit of, of <laughs> high to low. That's, and that's what you want on some percentiles. You want you want a wide range of things. <laughs> that would have been awesome with a divine intervention. Yeah. Exactly. It's just weird. It's just really fucking weird. It's like getting a hundred. Like, <laughs> what do you do with that? What What can you do? There's There's just not much. Okay. I need, I need just a moment. Um, apologies. That's okay. Ooh, I am, I am beating my brain out over dice decisions, folks. If you're in the chat, go check out Norse Foundry. Help me pick some colors. Uh, you can shop there with our code RETRPG for fifteen percent off, and you too will know my fucking struggle because there's so many goddamn colors. Their choice. And unfortunately. In my head, initially, I was like, this is going to be my dice color palette for Fable. And then I went, but it's not. None of them are. And I need it to match. And I need, from my heart, it to match and work. So there I am. Also, I've taken notes, guys. Be proud of me. Hey. I'm so proud. Always like, proud. There's, so there's, proud. More than, there's more than just a single date. I'm, I'm killing it, kids. <laughs> Honestly, my goal is to someday have mods who are like, we have the chat mods, and they're here all the time. 
And then we have the note mods. Yes. It is to update a Google Doc as we go so we can all refer to it afterwards. Maybe we give them some free stuff every month or something. I would pay someone to do that. Not a lot because I'm poor. But like, if you're interested, chat and you can be here every Monday night and pay attention. Let us know. <laughs> we'll send you swag. Okay. Matt's notes are like the date and seven days this way, seven days that way. <laughs> Done. Well, see, some of sometimes my notes are just that, but like sometimes they're fairly extensive. One of the lines was "huge general is raw," probably a euphemism. <laughs> Centaur Tent City. Yeah. Centaur yeah. Tent City. <laughs> Wham, bam, thank also, you, Ram. Alroth has a brother? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I liked Megan's breather, but since you typed it that way twice, I thought it was on purpose. I was like, did I miss <laughs> some weird elf thing? Is this an elf thing? Like, I was genuinely... Yeah. yeah. Breather. Do you want to fucking know? That's why the fair terrifying. <laughs> if you know, you know. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a good time. Yes, Talroth? No, I was just coughing. Oh, okay. It looked like you were trying to say something, and, and I got hyper-focused on that. I was like, oh, no, oh, no. Nope. I was going to say something, then I had to cough. But so it's like, okay, I got to pick one, talk or cough. I do have to say the thing I like about push-to-talk, at least. If you'll notice, before I start talking, my box lights up so people know I want to talk. Like, it's... Yeah. I need to change the key I have it bound to because I'll just accidentally hit it every now and then. So it's like, <sighs> I, need, I need to fix that. That's See, valid. Mine is the key that's right under escape. That's why, like, earlier when I was like, oops, wrong key. It's the little, like, oh, the little... Tilda. The tilde. Yeah, that thing. The what? It has a word. The tilde? Yeah, that. Like Swinton? I mean, sure. She <laughs> was like... named Struck? It's the... Well, no, it's, it's the squiggly that can go... It's like... Yeah, I've never seen makes, it used. That makes ends into Enya's. And, oh, Enya's. And yeah, okay. Yeah. And never mind. You're right. I know exactly uh -huh. what this is, and I'm yeah. dumb. Yeah. That, that's mean, the one that I use because it's something that's not commonly used. So I failed Spanish yeah. 101 thrice. <laughs> failed it. Didn't just not do well. Failed it thrice. Foreign languages are hard if you're a native English speaker I'm, and you've never and dumb. been ex exposed to them. Yeah. Some people have like a natural. Exposed to a second language is hard. Some people have, like, a natural grasp on foreign languages, and I desperately wish I was one of those people because I really want to travel, but I'm also, like, very naive and squishy, and I will absolutely get taken advantage of and absolutely be laughed at in these foreign countries for being a fucking idiot American. And I don't want to be. I want to... I just want to be able to talk to them. Oh, especially being uh, Cuban. Yeah, my uh, the Spanish that I speak is looked down on by most other countries. Oh, Cuban oh. Spanish is considered slang Spanish, most that's, everywhere. That's correct. Puerto Rican Spanish. That's me. I'll hundred percent. We've got I'll it represented it. all over the place they here. They don't qualify. Of all, all the Spanish-speaking countries do not like the way anyone else speaks Spanish. I have to know, At Cody. Where, your family's from Mexico, correct? Mexico. Yeah. So Mexico, Cuba, and Puerto Rico represented all in the same. Y'all tell your friends this stream is diverse as hell. <laughs> and and we have the gays, we have the bi's, we have the straights, we have we're all here. We have the women. We have the tries. We have the tries. <laughs> we're so fucking diverse. Um True. I love us. 
of us too. As you guys set out across uh, the Great Grass Sea, this massive stretch of of land uh, before you, um, who rolled me the highest one? My eighty six or eighty eighty four was ninety six eighty four. Eighty four. I had eighty two. Yeah. So uh, fable. Okay. Um, Fable, roll me a d4. Oh no. It can go either way. I know, I'm just singing the TikTok oh no in my head. The Aerosmith oh no? Oh no, no. The, the Mimi one, not the real one. <laughs> this could literally go either way. A two. Okay. Right in the fucking middle. Um, Megan. Uh, where are my next three? Oh, so, uh, let's see. Sarai, Tauroth, and Thosin. Would each of you roll me a D twelve, please? The hell's a D twelve? <laughs> Exactly. Just about to say, is that like a that's the barbarian like one? It, it's the barbarian one. <laughs> so D20, but anything above twelve doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. That's how barbarians work, right? Okay. Is that not how math works? A ten. Okay. Yeah, I got a one. Same. Aw, tower of our buddy. Oh no. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Fucking elves. <gasps> or it could have been fucking those. Yes, you are. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> we get to fight three rocks and an ancient green dragon. Yeah. Three big boulders and then the dragon. I'll say sure, but the other thing, I'm gonna take my egg and run away. Velxer, is that you? <laughs> Can I switch to Mac? <laughs> Can I just move characters? Our old characters just appear. Yvonne's here to cut its head off. Let's go. Aww. You must protect Togepi at all costs. I just... Oh my god, it's Togepi! <sighs> yes, it is. Togepi! You're welcome. Kez, I'm going to need an art of a Dinosaur version of that, please. Just with Fable holding it. Tiny <laughs> arms and head and tail out, but we don't see the rest of his body. He can just still be in the egg. Actually, so um, would you make me some... Uh, I need some nature checks from you. Or, All of uh, us or just me? Just you. you. They don't have eggs. You have eggs. Okay. You have to take care of the egg. It's not an animal yet. Hold that, hold that thought, Kez. I may be about to kill it. I cast Shield of Faith on the egg. <laughs> okay. I, I immediately look around for screamers. Did you just inspire me? I would like to point out that the whole team is rallying to help me protect this egg. I love you all. I'm gonna use luck. And then all of those things. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Kez 
plesiosaurus. Fucking rude. <laughs> and what was your thing, Carlos? Oh, I was joking. Oh, that was it, okay. It, just it, it was sure. just chill the face. I was just making like, sure. I was like, what? Okay, seventeen. Okay, that's one. Okay. I How need two more. Fuck. No more inspiration, so... They're different days. She can inspire you again. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Could I, I assist to give advantage? Uh, you're, are you trained in nature? Yes. Then yes, you may. Hey. Then 15. Oh, oh, advantage. Let me roll again. Hold on. Then dirty 20. Okay. And number three? Different die every time because I don't trust any of them today. Can you luck again? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. One, and one luck point down if we immediately fight something today. Okay. Well, your your egg continues to um, it is it is doing well. It is nearing the time of hatching. Oh, that's so fast. Fuck. I was like, okay. Well, I you don't know how far into the journey you guys are necessarily Fair. at this point. You have set it across. You just the... held them out. Yes, got it. Yeah, I just. Uh, we, we needed to do some things, and we're in that awkward time in the game where it's not quite enough time to do something, and it's too little time to really stop, Like so it's the awkward phase. We're doing some things to, to get them out of the way, but as you guys are traveling out across the plains, um, you've been going for about six days, and your journeys have been... Oddly smooth. Um, you've traveled avoiding the uh, fortress of the abyss and sort of steering in between there and the, the eight tiers of Shailoren. Um, heading towards the Warden's Tower, veering just to the north a bit. And on the morning of the sixth day um, out uh, across the horizon you see um, a massive bird um, that is shadow is, is tremendous but more interestingly is down um, it is it is flying fairly near near the grass. Um, there seems to be a group of uh, of individuals either hunting or attempting to trap it. As as you look out across uh, across the way, and we're going to pick up with that next week. Oh. Fan-fucking-tastic. Good, Good luck next week's cast. 
I'm I'm you still going this. to be you here. Put this evil on us, Ricky Bobby. Oh, Matthew's Matthew did this. He's fucking running away. I'm, I'm gonna stay here. I'm just psychic. I'm just psychic. What can I say? <laughs> So I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use the rolls that you guys made tonight to build um, build the next uh, the the journey of our encounter. Um, hopefully next week we make it to the warden's tower. I'm gonna try to kind of push through some of this travel because we get we get into long stretches of, of you guys just just walking, just fellowshipping it up, right? You know what I mean? Just you know. They began to describe themselves walking. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Abed did confirm that they walked. And uh, the, I don't, we don't need to do, uh, you know, Gandalf uh, on Shadowfax for 30 pages between the writers of Rohan, between Rohan and uh, Minas Tirith. It's, it's literally... But Cody, how else will we know the weight of the decisions and the war and the darkness and his the, whole life? Because none of that's in there. He just talks about, they just talk about trees and rocks. It's obviously symbolic. It's 30, 30 pages of trees and rocks. 30 pages. Thir- I, that's where I gave, that's, that's where I gave up. That was it. That was where I gave up. I can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was, hmm. made it past Tom Bombadil, did all of that. We got to, to 30 pages of trees and rocks, and I went, went I, fuck. I can't, I'm done, can't do it anymore. So, um, we, we are going to call it a night. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, we're going to be back next Monday, and we're going to continue this adventure, make it to the Warden's Tower, and see what lies um, to the west, because this you guys have been on this map for a little bit. You had the first map for a while, and um, we're going to get to map three uh in in sort of this this stretch and we want to be westward hoes and and westward hoes you shall be we're always westward hoes come on that is yeah there it is uh so we're gonna see who's back next week and tomorrow night we are for the patrons we've got a to z monstrosities uh wednesday night we're gonna have some sort of video game stream we've got the archives stream wednesday Creative stream. Oh, I thought we were doing... We'll figure it out. we got something... We'll figure it out. We've got options. We've got stuff. It's going to happen Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay? Um, we've got the archives on Thursday. We've got Diablo on Friday. And we'll see what we piece together for the weekend. So, And then on, on Sunday, I believe, we have a... Wizard, yes. Stream, yep, as always. Uh, Wizard, yes. yeah. Sorry, Caitlin That's Wizard right. always does. Caitlin yeah. Wizard's uh, Sunday, night, uh, Sunday night adventures. I think she's still doing... Andromeda? I think she's yeah. still doing it. I believe Andromeda. so, yes. Yep. Yes. So that is awesome. It's it's a really good time. Mass so, Effect. Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out. We're going to say good night. We will see you guys next time. But until then, be cool. <laughs>